two-year-old doesn't get as many gifts as the older child? Or do you think that they would notice? No. Reason being, two-year-old can only... You can only buy a two-year-old so much. You know what I'm saying? Like a seven-year-old, they're more aware, they're more independent. Like a two-year-old, you can play electronics but as far as toys like what could you possibly buy a two year old that you don't have to sit there and watch them play with like they're not gonna really play with a big Tonka toy truck or uh, if it's a girl it's not gonna play with a baby doll you know what I'm saying like they're more long gonna be under the parent at that age like that's the to me it's the more still toddler age like most two year olds I know they don't really play with toys like toys so no I don't think it would be wrong if a 7 year old has more toys than a 2 year old just truth be told I just feel fucked up I don't want a podcast without me not buying a 2 year old more toys than a 7 year old well, if you feel, you know, you're giving a short in, then spend it on a couple of clothes, you know, a couple of pants and shirts, stuff like that. Like, if you just, you know, wants to even it out, you know what I'm saying? Like, end of the day, you know, what is a, like I said, what is a two-year-old going to do all day? Like, eat, sleep. Can you believe that maybe you're projecting your feelings of a false failure, man? That's not a word, but false failure on what you think the child might think? I believe uh, Ari is going to be like very happy with the gift she's getting. I think she's and just being there in general. You want to know why? The last time I, I was there and we last year when we started giving out gifts and da 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 you know what they you know what the kids play with more than anything? The wrappings that it was in. We both was like, all these gifts, and y'all are balling up the rappers and playing with that and throwing it back and forth and walk the whoop. Me personally, when I was like, when I was a kid and I was allowed to enjoy Christmas, if I got one gift, I was in the building. You know what I'm saying? Because as a kid from the ghetto, you're going to get some shoes and you're going to get some clothes because you know you want to look decent for when you go to see your family. Da 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 da. So you're going to get that. That's that's usually a given. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I got, you got a new, you got, you got a new outfit and some shoes. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Get your hair cut, da 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 da. But actual gifts, oh man, if I got something, man, I was like, what? Hell yeah! I think my aunt Bam, and my aunt Mert, you know what I'm saying. God rest my aunt Mert. So, but my aunt Bam, and my aunt Mert, and Cat, and Jenna. And that's no surprise you are the only people that actually brought me actual like here's a gift you know what I'm saying my sister did the realest shit ever for me one time nigga I couldn't afford gifts for none of my kids she had so much shit for Harold and all them when I had Caden and I had what I thought at the time my daughter Trinity like my sister took some of their some of her kids gifts scratched their name out and gave it to her and said it was from me realest shit my sister ever did but boy did it break me down Nigga, I felt like I wasn't shit for like two, three weeks. You know what I'm saying? That was a hurtful feeling. So when it comes to getting gifts, our kids are straight because not only do they gifts, most of the, not only do they get gifts through the year 
they get shit. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say you should never feel like a failure. Because anytime they need something, you make sure they got it. And if a baby stroller? First two, three years, like even they didn't get like stuff for Christmas. It was clothes, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't think I really start really spending years. money on like talking about until they really can appreciate it. But I remember all my shit from when I was a kid. Like up to I think I was like four, I remember that shit. Kid shit. Spurts of Christmases, but I was video games. So Christmas of Sega, Nintendo, something like that. That's what I got. You know what I'm saying? But you a lucky motherfucker. But nah, that was it though. Like, I remember going by Paul. Paul was the spot for the games for me, especially for the Dragon Ball Z. You know what I'm saying? Go up in Paul House. Hey yo, dog, don't sit on my bone bed like that. So let me get you a chill. And but then also you also have to put in granted, like if it wasn't for the situation that happened growing up and the lawsuit with Morris bought, honestly, financially, dude, it, that was it. Like, that's what we lived off. You know what I'm saying? Like, a stabilized check. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't much. Well, Paul, let me ask you something. Because I've been knowing you for a while, right? I've been knowing, I've been knowing, I met you when I was 11 years old. Shit, you walk across the street, chat was like, hey, that's my friend Paul. Like, what was up, dog? What's up, bro? Damn, that's your voice for real? And, You've always had the fresh shit, but you've never been, I've never seen you like, you know, living like, even, you came from the 17, am I not lying? You came from the 17, right? And then you moved to by your mama house? Nightward, okay, and then you moved my so you've always been, but you've always been like in some... So what I want to ask is... A kid that's from basically the same place I'm from, been through the same thing I've been through, maybe a little bit worse, if I can, because I got I got a lot of stories about how you had it like a lot worse than me. But how the fuck did you stay so fresh if you always living off of that Morris Bar and maybe a couple of income here and now? It was because that. Like, think about the average ghetto kid that's. Mom getting a check. Like, imagine if that mom wasn't just getting that check and she was working a nine to five as far as being Burger King, Walmart, you know, now, you know what I'm saying? But back then it would have been Burger King, McDonald's, hotels, you know what I'm saying? Got a degree, went to be a certified nurse or something, or close to being a registered nurse. Well, any type of job where she was making a nine to five on top of that check. She would have been able to set up financial stability for that child growing up. But instead, just living off of that check, buying the fresh shit, it was material shit. You know what I'm saying? You get raised up off a falsehood of believing everything is about looking a certain way. And that's only for a mirage, a role, to make people think you're doing something with all actuality. Really not doing nothing. Mm. And the shoes and the clothes, that was because, say I was getting a check from Morris Buck. SSI check from my dad, uh, ADD check, you know what I'm saying, a uh, crazy check, like I'm getting four or five checks a month, so of course there's money, but the money wasn't used the proper way, it was used in a way to where it didn't teach me anything, like my personal teachings and understanding about life came from self, not childhood growth.
I apologize about that, Stoners. What's wrong? Talk to me. I can edit this. About me? And that means putting. You have to put them in special education, which. And sometimes put them on certain medication. They don't need right. to be in special ed to. Yes, you do. They're going to put it. You have to change the education. never had special ed in my school. No, I'm talking about. You went to private school. Public, public schools. Special education. Because the reason why, because they actually pay the school per kid that's in there. Right. So he would have to be in there for them to get that, for you to get the, uh, the check or whatever. And then he's taking medication right now, which is Adderall. And. And you already know how I feel about drugging my children, so that's not that's not even a. Um, like me personally, ADD isn't a disease or anything to make a child see why he's slower or he doesn't understand or he's just very active. ADD is basically you have a child that has attention span of. But you agree that it's harder for them to learn because they can't sit still. Not true. Because I'm living proof of it. You have to catch the interest. Like, everybody doesn't learn the same way. And that's basically, you can't program everyone the same. Like, in order to get someone with ADD to sit down and understand a little, you have to find something that he loves. Most children with ADD love science. They love math. They love shit that's more complicated because it interests them. It gets them to actually have to focus on it. Now, when you're trying to teach a child me, I was in second grade who learned how to multiply and divide before I learned how to add and subtract. Like, it was easier to learn how to multiply and divide than it was to add and subtract. So, me being first grade, I'm doing my sister's second and third grade homework, which is multiplication. But when I got to second grade and had to learn how to add and subtract, I couldn't do it. But I can multiply and divide. And to the teachers, it was kind of weird, like, how he can do this, but he can't do that. So their mind was, I was slow, but how can I be slow when I'm faster than everybody in my class? Mm. So I'm not slow, I'm just advanced. So instead of the people wanting to, in public schools, taking the time to see about the gifted program, because back then they didn't have that. It's about checking me into that and seeing, raising my education level up, they just decided to say, hey, push them to the side with the slow kids and then throw them through, throw them through school. But Every time I'm taking tests, I'm passing the shit. So my teachers was like, well, hey, I'm not going to give you the curriculum they want me to give you. I'm giving you the curriculum that you're not supposed to have. So in seventh grade, and this is the guy's honest truth, black magic and vouch for it, I actually was given the leap test as a seventh grader. I passed the leap. I didn't even have to go to eighth grade. Because I already took the lead test, which is 75% of your grade. Mm-hmm. So I went from 7th to ninth. That's how everybody was like, well, how you went to Higgins when everybody else was still in world? It was because I passed the lead. I never even took the lead. So it was like, you just have to find something that they like. My son, ADD, barely ADD, heroin addict baby. But my baby's all on the road. Here's what I think about the whole school thing situation. 
I never get mad at Silas because of conduct or whatever. Here's the thing. First of all, take it from the beginning. Schools was created by the church system. That's why it's all built the same exact way. You sit down and you listen to the instructor. But it's been proven by studies that children learn more by standing up and doing. A lot of adults learn that way, too. They learn better, like... You can stand by somebody and say, okay, this is how you do something. You do his point A, point B, point C, you should be good. And then you come back and they be like, oh, man, I don't know. But as they learn, as they do it more, you know what I'm saying, they learn how to do it. Repetition is the father of all learning. You learn more by doing, you know what I'm saying? So since schools are so outdated because they're, st- they're still showing the same form of, a, of way of teaching, like you sit there and listen to me rather than you get up. And learn how to do it. That's why a lot of kids uh, flourish in science and in uh, mathematical shit because you have to move around. You have to get up and dissect. You have to get up and look at things through the microscope and stuff. Why? And whereas other uh, parts, they sit in there and they're bored. You know what I'm saying? For example, for my my oldest son, uh, Silas, shout out side guy. Every time I speak to him, he's always fidgeting and moving his hands, and his mind is moving faster than the words he's trying to speak. So he's trying to, you know what I'm saying? Because he's, that's not, that's not nothing wrong with that. It's just that his mind is moving so fast that he has to give himself a second to catch up with his speech. That is not nothing wrong with him. It's just that he's thinking a little bit too fast. That's it. You know what I'm saying? I don't think because I was on, when I was younger, I was on Prozac. And Ritalin. They put me on Prozac because they said I was uh, depressed, which I wasn't depressed. My mom had just went to jail for, she had nine years under her belt. And I was really close to my mom, so I was sad about that. But they called it depressed. And I was hyper. I wasn't hyper. I just was angry. So things, somebody said something or did something, I lashed out. You know, so they put me on Ritalin. Two drugs, one check, and I was on that thing for six months. They put me in a mental hospital off of Chapatula's. And I was there for uh, about six months until they realized nothing's wrong with me and then released me. All that drugs for six months, shock therapy, conversations with the grandmother and all the other good stuff. And then come to find out there's nothing wrong with him. He was just sad. But they had me on the same drugs for six months before they finally realized I didn't need them. So I don't think when when doctors diagnose you with AD&D or this, that, and the third, half the time I don't think they're doing it because that's... You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand this. First of all, when a doctor gives you, it's his opinion. Right. He's not giving you facts. It's his opinion. And when it comes to your child having ADHD hype, listen, I think kids should be kids. You know what I'm saying? If people was trying to sit down to write brothers and say, hey, you need to sit down and stop going out there building this so-called flying machine, we wouldn't have airplanes today. Right. Sometimes you gotta let kids be kids. doctor's office that's what the whole process is when you have add or adhd you're going to go take the child to a mental doctor they're going to talk to them ask them questions now some parents that understand you can get a check they're going to coach their child they're going to tell them to do this do that you know what i'm saying my thing was shake your head real fast and look in the corner and say you see tad looney tune characters <laughs> you know what i'm saying like just like seriously <laughs> something as dumb as that me Literally going in up, shake my head fast, look in the corner and say, Tasmanian. Your mom told you to do that? No, she was just saying, just go in there, act crazy. So my thing to act crazy was shake my head real fast, and that's the, what I came up with on the fly. I'm, Jesus. I'm fucking seven. You're telling the seven-year-old to go tell the doctor he's crazy. So, fuck it. Basically, giving the seven-year-old to use his imagination. So at this time, it's like, 
let's just be glad I didn't do nothing off the wall. You know what I'm saying? At seven years, seven years old. So, but here's one thing you also got to think about too. If you hear as a black parent, as our black parents did, you hear about wait. If so, if your child is something wrong with him, and you can prove it some type by him acting like this, acting like that, they'll send you a check every month. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of children that got put on medication yes. that they wasn't supposed to be on yes. just because of poverty. Yes. Now, if you think a black parent thought of that was the first person to think of that, you don't think the people who created that system didn't think that people would try to abuse it, which would make people use the drugs even though they didn't use it. We'll break it down to you. I mean, not use it, but didn't they didn't need. You don't think people yes. predicted a, that behavior? This was a lawyer that knew that there was, you know, every year there's codes for housing, the housing development codes. Mm-hmm. Well, this lawyer in the, in the city came up with this idea at the time, in the 90s. If I can get parents that stay in lead houses, which knowing at that time lead was forbidden, you can't have lead anymore. If they had lead paint, they had to strip it, repaint it with, you know, non-lead. Well, lawyer went around neighborhoods that had lead paint, told the parents, hey, look, if your child eat lead, take tests, which is going to show up in his blood, he has lead, you can get paid. We find out who the landlord is, we sue him. Coincidentally, one of the landlords bought his bar. Richest lawyers in Louisiana. You know what I'm saying? We all know who that is. Just so happens to me, my brother, sister, a couple other people in the family got wind of it, and certain relatives did it. My little brother down there died. You know what I'm saying? Like, mentally, when you say a child's slow, that's where that error comes from. The lead poison. They don't give you the real backdrop on certain situations. You just, this is the outcome. Like, everybody sit back and look into the old days when they had, you know, people was dying from, cold, you know, colds, things like that. Like, it wasn't much things that you see now back then. That's only because of man-made shit, you know what I'm saying? Man-made diseases, you know what I'm saying, so on and so forth. The whole ADHD thing blew up in the 80s, 90s behind the lead poison. So, a lot of children you see nowadays and the babies that's born off of that is because of that epidemic. And that was all a get-rich game. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, that's the real dark side of the ghetto. You know what I'm saying? That nobody really understands. Like, it's not just you being raised with drugs and violence, but you're also being raised as guinea pigs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, get rich games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to say, um, one second before I point. I want to say, uh, Stone and Talk uh, does not condone, nor do we refuse the information brought to us by uh, King Poe. Uh, all of this is alleged, and if information is uh, out there to be had, I just wanted to let it know that Stone and Talk does not condone, nor do we refute. Everything is alleged. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, because you're talking about Morris Bart. This is right, old lawyer. Right, right, I'm just right. keeping, because I have an LLC. My shit is copywritten. So I don't need them coming that store and talking. I don't well, have it like that there. Well, you know, it's that part. Let's kind of edit that part out. But, um, you know, like I said, it's just like a lot of, you know, things in the ghetto that happens that, you know, it's kept under wraps. You know what I'm saying? And it's not... It's not per se to blame the politicians and the pharmaceutical companies behind it, all the, you know what I'm saying, the get rich schemers, the common and all that. Or not just the parents, you know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, a situation that, you know, we as people, 
And I'm not just saying black people, I'm saying people as a general, you know what I'm saying, as a whole. We need to be aware of certain things, you know what I'm saying? Like get more aware of the the dark truth, you know what I'm saying, about our What dark truth? The dark truth about what happens in certain areas, you know what I'm saying? Like in communities, you know what I'm saying? And once we start to identify those things, we can start to fix those things, you know what I'm saying? And like at the end of the day, I always say it's United States, you know what I'm saying? It's not the divided states. So if you're united, then everybody got to do this together, you know what I'm saying? It can't you don't think that's time. a concept that uh, even though it has been used since the foundation of this, well, not the foundation, but the, uh, the, creation. the creation of the United States, like this, this country has literally never been united. True. So like... To say we need unite that's that's not an uh, a old or a new idea. It's an idea, but you gotta you gotta understand. Sometimes you you, you don't want to be delusional about some shit because racism has has been literally embedded into people's DNA. It's not that's just something. It's not just a thought. That's true. You know, it's embedded into people's DNA. People can be racist and not even know it. But I feel like the reason why it's in it's still like that is because. Too many people are afraid to have a conversation. It's like no one wants to hear the other side. You know what I'm saying? Like we understand one side looks at it as, you know, the history of the South, but then you also have to understand what that means to other people. Now, when you accept those people as family, take it out. Take it out. Take it out. It's fine. Take take the um, PlayStation thing out. No, it's not. What's the problem? Oh, it's somewhere that? in the tree. Oh, that's fine. No, it's not because I can't plug it into the wall. No, you take that ex- Take that extension cord off of that right there, from the back of that, and you plug that to the wall, and now you got uh, some more sockets. The uh, the outlet to, to plug up everything, is they should connect some type of way. No, that's what I'm saying. These things... I had to plug this into the other piece that was in there. There's nothing on the other end to plug into the fucking wall. <laughs> there is somewhere to, uh, to ah, fuck. there is somewhere to connect it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we're actually while we're having this conversation with my partner King Poo, and uh, I got my beautiful woman over here, and she's uh, decorating the tree. So that's what we're talking about right now. Just letting y'all know what's going on. Um, yeah, there got to be a way to connect because they all, huh? We need to buy a tree that's pre-fucking lit. <laughs> nah, we gonna get this done. Talk about that stoners, you know what I'm saying? I started off kind of hot, you know what I'm saying? We switched convo to convo, but you know, that's how I go. I just want to let y'all know this is the, uh, I think this is the third or the fourth installment of Stoner Talk Conversations. Uh, y'all heard the first one, me, upon the dip, upon the rock. The second one was me, my cousin Debo, my cousin Boss. Uh, and I had another one. I'm not, I'm not, I think it was with Blooming Anniversary about relationships. I think that was a Stone Talk conversation. I'm not sure. Or it was a straight podcast. But uh, this is another Stone Talk conversation. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the people on YouTube. Please subscribe. Hit that bell. Shout out to the people that listen to this on uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, and iHeart. Yes. Stone Talk is now on iHeart and Spotify. Please go on there. Download. If you don't want to download, lay up there. And just, uh, just go listen. Just give me a click and give me five minutes. If you don't want to listen past that. I understand, but I guarantee you, 
every conversation needs to be had and I have them all. You know what I'm saying? Like the, my favorite conversation of the last couple of years, my favorite of, of three, is that 6 9 is the realest. I plead the fifth on everything I said. <laughs> won't get sued. 6 9 is the realest. You know what I'm saying? Realest of the realest. Uh, if y'all watch my po- uh, listen to my podcast before about 6 9 and him being a, uh, a plant. You would understand why I say that, you know. I got a lot of pushback. Weird, weird, weird topic. Why is that a weird okay. topic? Since you're, since you're still, is you ending? Is this ending? No. Okay. Is it well, end whenever you're ready to end. Well, of course. It's just a stone talk conversation. Since you brought that up, <clears throat> can we? I don't know. Can you give me a quick summary of it? Because my, you know, like all right. This first, this civilian world, it may be okay. And looked at it as cool, but in the streets, from someone from the streets, lived in the streets, that's what they say. It's not okay. I'm just sorry. It's not okay. But repeat that last part you just said. The civilian part of the streets part. Both both of that part. Okay. In the streets, as mm-hmm. a civilian, it may be looked at as okay because mm-hmm. that's a civilian. But someone from the streets, in the streets, living the street life, that is forbidden. So. I'm sorry, as someone that dealt with street shit, been in the streets, I can't, I can't look at it and say he get, you know, there's a pass for it. Like a rat is a rat. Like, I'm just sorry. Like, that's just my honest opinions on it. Now, this is coming from a guy who has lived on both sides of the fence. First, as a street guy, I can confirm to that, and as a, a civilian family man, I can definitely confirm to that. So now, first, I want to say this: we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna give you the quick summary. What? No point am I saying, you know, I, I, King Poe, give him a pass at no point. He gives him no pass. Now, here it is. Here's a dry summary of the whole 6ix9ine thing. When 6ix9ine first met uh, uh, Shadi at one of his friends' house in Bushwick, uh, Brooklyn, he went up to him and said, hey, I have an idea, a way for us to get out. I'm going to create this character named Takashi 6ix9ine. You know what I'm saying? From some cartoon he know, and 6ix9ine is about some some crazy shit. I don't really want to get into that. It's not even point. But he went to him and said this. He said, now here's my idea. I'm going to troll the entire industry. All I need from y'all is backup. That's it. You back me up, and I guarantee you we can get out because the world loves controversy. That was his plan, to troll the world. And he's still doing it. Okay, he started doing it. He drops gummo. It goes ham. Why does it go ham? Because you got all these blood niggas. Got this rainbow heller. It's like he's he's catching your eye. That was the plan. Fast forward, like maybe a month after he dropped Gummo, right? He gets caught with the thirteen-year-old girl, giving her the pedigree on his bed and making sexual advances towards her on camera, right? Now at the time when Gummo came out, and at the time of this, he was seventeen years old. The girl was fourteen. They said 13, but she was actually 14 years old. Now, he said on The Breakfast Club, he went in the interrogation room, and they said, and I quote, we can, let, we can give you um, seven years probation if you cop out to it. He copped out to it. Now, here's where my theory comes in. This is no more fact. This is my opinion, and this is theory of Stoner Talk. If you listen to my, my past podcast, you will understand this. He's already has ties with the nine trade bloods. The feds are already looking at them, but they have no way in. Now you have out of nowhere. They got this young kid who has a way in with the top dogs with male murder 
and Shoddy. These are top dudes right up under Jim Jones and all them, right? He got it in with them. We can let you go off of this pedophile case on a probation as long as you feed us information, right? Takashi 69 actually broke. I think he broke that deal. Reason why? Because he started doing a lot of stuff. He actually was into a shooting at the Barclays, got into the fight. He paid cool to be the uh, to kill Chief Keith for 10000 He did a lot of things, right? Once they finally, now this is why I say he's a civilian. Once they finally broke down and they let him know, hey, we're about to move in. He refused to give them any information. But Mel Murder and him didn't believe him because they got he got taken in. This is why they kidnapped him. You was in the feds. What was you doing in there? They don't they don't know. So they like, hey, you gotta get rid of this nigga. That's when Jim Jones caught on a wiretap. You gotta get rid of this motherfucker. He super super duper violated him. He took uh Jim Jones talked about how this is all on the internet. You can look it up. I don't have to say a legend or nothing. This is all on YouTube. It's it's out there. You can hear him talk about how to get in the 69 um back door because his back door is always open right you can also hear jim jones telling his partners them hey super duper violate him first get him to uh, fire all the security and even if he got security in new york they don't you can't have a license to carry even if you're a security so you can get him right but that's a story for another day because six nine said that he'd been snitching because that's how jim jones got off of that murder that murder case because that's conspiracy to murder on wiretap with the feds but he didn't go down that's another story for another day so now this is when 6ix9ine start to find out that shotting them was taking millions of dollars from him. Mel Murder and all them. After he got kidnapped. He didn't go to the feds about that or nothing. The feds already had the fucking van wired with cameras. That's also on YouTube. You can look it up. You can hear 6ix9ine saying, come on, Mel. Come on, man. Don't do this, man. Don't do that. He's crying for his life and everything. Whatever. He got... He didn't even let them know who did that. They already had it on tape because guess what? The driver was already an informant. Not even 6ix9ine knew that. Okay? So they all got all this information. So now, these niggas fucking your baby mama, stealing millions from you, while at the same time while you're paying them. Took these guys out of the hood and you're paying them all this money and they're doing all this shit to you. Now... Who is he supposed to be loyal to? If I'm loyal to Nine Trey after they didn't did all this to me and they robbing me, killing me, make sure I shut up, niggas. Easy to get you in jail. Way, way easier than to get you in the streets. You know what I'm saying? I talk to my cousin Small Fry, talk to Boss, you can talk to anybody. And they get you in jail is way easier in the streets. I know exactly where you at in jail. You can't run from me. So he knew he wouldn't survive there. These niggas ain't my guys. Who am I be loyal to? Get them out of the way, man. Look, this is what happened. Blase, blase, blase. Now, with the cool to be thing, everybody like, why you tell on cool to be? You paid him the money, walked through the whoop. If you look up the article on in the Daily Times, this is a New York certified, even on TMZ, certified news article. They say, and I quote, cool to be, I forgot his real name, literally told on Takashi. Because when they caught him for another murder, I'm not another murder, another charge, some type of uh, domestic shit with him and his baby mama. He brought up that Takashi 69 Danny Hernandez paid me $10,000 to shoot in the air of Chief Keith. I gave my friend Brandon something, uh, half of that. And so when people say that he's a rat and I can't give him a pad, da, 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 it's like I ask, ask a nigga, if all this happened to you, what would you do? If that happened, like you can't, you, you know you want, you're not going to survive in jail. And even if you, who are you supposed to do law to? Because the niggas you came up with 
and fed and helped out, they didn't fucked over you multiple ways. But that's the that's why it goes to say, you know what I'm saying? You in the streets, you know you gotta go by the street rules. And when it comes down to street rules, truth be told, there's no rules in the streets. There's no loyalty in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Once you break it all down. So why is he supposed to be so loyalty then? Break it all down. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, it's a million and one things to take your stripes from you from what you did in the streets. But it's 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 a million and one things you can do to get your stripes. But it's one thing, you know what I'm saying, that'll take your stripes. And that's turned to a rat. You know what I'm saying? So it's like at the end of the day, that's the same thing as a culture vulture. You know what I'm saying? Like they got some people in the streets that's actually have nowhere else to go but the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the only way they can make their bread but you know what I'm saying? Like I condemn no man for how they survive, how they feed their family, how they eat. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's like you got them. My era growing up, they had laws, they had codes. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas knew who was meant for that shit, who wasn't meant for that shit. Like, you could tell a nigga that's built for that shit. He wasn't built for that shit, he wasn't around, he wasn't allowed around that shit. You know what I'm saying? But this new school, new era shit, niggas got money, niggas allowed to be portrayed that shit. You know what I'm saying? And as a nigga that's not involved in that shit, walked away from that shit, have no dealings with it, you know what I'm saying? It's like looking at it from the outside now, it's, it's, it's nothing like it was when I was you know what I'm saying? Like I put to you like this then. This this is this is how it was when you was in it, and this is how it should be, right? Let's say I come to you, right? And I say, Hey yo, King, I got this idea. Walk through the boob. You're in the streets, you know I'm not. But this, I got this idea. Boom, right? Let's scratch all that other shit that you did. Say you didn't do none of that. You didn't fuck my girl, you didn't steal no money, you've been solid, right? Cool. Why the hell would you have me? The breadwinner, the guy that's supposed to be at least on legal paper, squeaky clean. You got me in shootouts in the Barclays. You got me in fights at LAX and the uh, airport. You got me in drive-bys and all kinds of... And, and look, also, also he got... If you look if you look up this whole Danny Hernandez, his whole... He got charges. You know how much ecstasy these niggas were selling? All the money that... He was feeding them the money and they was actually feeding damn near half of the borough... And fucking uh, Brooklyn with the fucking uh, with the XC or some shit. That's why he got the Rico charge. But it's because of that one thing though. That's why I say this this new shit. It's the nigga who making the money. Back in the day, it was you had to earn your right to be a soldier. You know what I'm saying? You had to earn your right to be the lieutenant. You had to earn your right to be the general. You know what I'm saying? You had to work your way to get to the rankings. Nowadays, niggas with the money, they so called top dog. So by him coming in with the nine trade. With all the money I don't know the full details Of the whole members I heard Jim Jones name came up But Old school Behind the cameras and no, no reason to put my face out there He's green This is the scrape route This is the Downfall You know what I'm saying This is the motherfucker That's gonna take the Rico charge And all that shit So of course we're gonna have The dumb green nigga out here As the goat You know what I'm saying Like when it all shakes down He's the money when you trace our money back, it comes from his pocket, his bank accounts. So we all gonna take minor charges. He gonna get the life. That's how it goes. And that's and that's why they did exactly that. And that's why you know what you gotta treat your money maker like, like how you would treat your woman. 
Let's say some niggas, you out with Christianity, right? Shout out to your wife and all that good shit. Say you out with Christianity and you got a two, two niggas about to pull up. Now, you outnumber two niggas to one, right? What's your first thing to do is to protect who? And why would you protect your woman when you got two niggas coming up and your first thought is protect her? Why is that? Because. Because of what? That's my wife. Like, that's the, you know. Besides who she is to you, what? Before that, like, me personally, the street mind I have, she has nothing to do with this. Like, this ain't her lane. You know what I'm saying? There's no reason to put her in that lane. So, me running the streets, doing my thing, I'm going to keep her away from that. But... The whole 6 9 situation, you know what I'm saying? You literally just said it. You Wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you finish, you literally just said it. You just said that I will keep her away from all of that. I will, you know, because she, she's, that's not her. They knew that's not her lane. But look, here's the reason why I said that. I'm going to give you an example of what I mean. You put, when you see, wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I say one thing before you say What? Because I want you to really break it down on this also. What did he make his money off of? Drill music. Drill music. So the whole music background he made in order for him to get the fans he had, he had to show live up to that image. His image wasn't no sit back, laid back dude that can just rap like a conscious rapper like J. Cole or Kendrick Lamar. Even though Kendrick Lamar have gang ties, he don't promote that. He promote conscious music. But if you conscious music. But if you listen to what I said though, his whole plan was to do what? Troll the industry. And that's what he did. He just said, I need y'all to... Because he knew exactly who he was going to troll. The people that y'all know about it. Why? Because if I go out there and I beef with, you know what I'm saying, Lil, Lil Nas X, you know what I'm saying? Niggas going to be like, you're the... Bu- hmm? Scotty knew about this. Because that's his best friend. That was his friend at the beginning who got him involved. In Shoddy, you mean? Shoddy... Yeah, he knew the game plan. Well, Shoddy is the person who's responsible for the whole situation. The whole Dot com. That's all I was. That's all I was saying. Like, so he, so, nigga, so he you did. Come to me and tell me some shit like this, regardless of our relationship, brother or not. Nah, so I'm not doing that because not only am I playing with my life, but these my brothers be playing with. I'm not. This, this ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, they wanted Takashi to do 47 years without saying anything, and they did all that shit to him. And, what'd you say? Yeah, he's out because he snitched. Honestly, though, it's weird as fuck, but the rap game is like the mob now, right? Like, think about the mob back then. How was the moonshine and the gambling? Hold this and talk. I'm listening to you. How did the moonshine and the gambling? That was the... That's what everybody was into. That was the way of, you know what I'm saying, the style everybody mimicked off of, right? Mm -hmm. So now you have the rap game. You see what I'm saying? Everybody lived their life off of the rap, off of rap music. You know what I'm saying? Rappers influence the world. You know what I'm saying? How you live, how you think, what you eat, what you drink, the drugs you take. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't really know who was the biggest rat in the mob days. More to show there's people say different names. Uh, Sammy the Bull. Sammy the Bull, biggest rat in the mob days. I think you can honestly say 6ix9ine will be considered the second biggest rap. Considered rat considered hip-hop is you know i'm saying the mob nowadays type deal think six and i'll be the second biggest if not the first biggest because not only did he just take down the nine trade bloods but the rap game itself what about alpo or frank lucas frank lucas took down two cartels and alpo took down three major drug dealers out of dc 
And rest in peace, Alpro. I know he's dead. Uh, rest in peace. Yeah, but we don't know what kind of wave of 6ix9ine turning in the people he turned into who they ratted on to turn in also. You see what I'm saying? So you don't know how deep this wave of rats go to. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's real shit. 6ix9ine could have started one thing and then other people could have started ratting which to keep their name safe. Like, who knows who's all involved in this? You know what I'm saying? Like, how many people went down? Like, that's just what they want us to know. They might be still building cases on more members that we don't know about. So it's like, hey, man, I, 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 I just I just can't, you know what I'm saying, condone or respect it. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like I'm raising my son to be a civilian. Like, the street life, that ain't what we doing. So, you know, we're not going to have no ties with the streets. We're not going to be in the streets. Like, he's not going... To the streets It's just school and sports I think you, well, Don't something. think Just cause you said school and sports That that's all it's gonna be Well no it's gonna be other things But I just feel like as long as I can keep him Away from That lifestyle Then I'll give him a better chance At not having to go through the road I took. Okay, is this dangerous? The, um, a piece of the light's missing. And yeah, you got the electrical tape. Yeah. Put some electrical tape around it. Let me just set it down. Um, and here's what I say. I, um, I don't want my, my children to be in the streets, but I definitely definitely let them know what's out there and how they're supposed to act accordingly. You know what I'm saying? My son Silas, you know what I'm saying? I'm glad that he catches on so much and he listens to me so much because the way I am and this is why I I, I, I look at 6ix9ine so because I see, not say see myself, but I also see like shit, I would have been, because I am the same way. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of killers and gangster niggas and not like gangster niggas oh he sold drugs or he shot his gun up in the air that. no and Paul you know, well you know my fault my fault but that's yeah but King Poe you know what, the, what I'm trying to say you're one of those guys that I can say yes you know what I'm saying I mean once a gangster always a gangster you can change your life all you want but I know you nigga you know what I'm saying so but I've been around this all my life not just when I was growing up I mean like from the baby on I've been around stone cold killers, real gangster niggas, but I've never been, I've never been a part, of, I, I've never been a part of that, never really wanted to. Yeah, I dabbled in the crack game here and there, but then I realized that wasn't for me. Shout out, uh, rest in peace, Banger and Beans. Both of them niggas see me out there and was like, BC, you need to get your ass in the booth. What are you doing? Give me that. Banger, uh, I had six rocks. I got it from Boss. Bam, uh, Banger took that shit from me off of Sunshine on 2nd Street. It'd it be that way. It's just, he's he's God rest his soul. He's dead. And, and boss is like have, he did his uh, five years on his on his head and everything's good. Hmm? Aries. Anyways, banger took took what I had, gave me three hundred dollars, which I don't even think it was worth three hundred dollars, and said, "BC man, you need to get in the booth, bro." You know what I'm saying? And then Bean seen me on the levy. You know what I'm saying? Seeing that shit, took it from me. You know, and put it in his pocket, and he gave me fifty, which was way less than what I had. But still, these are my these are my my OGs. I hung around in Bridge City. I said all this to say this: they knew what type of guy I was, so they kept me away from the gangster stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because they know, and I said this in front of Boss. It's on, it's on my podcast. I said this in front of him. He knew, and they knew 
You keep BC around here. I'm a. Hey, I'm not going to jail for you. Now, am I a rat? No, I'm not. Because guess what? I have been in situations where it was best for me to just say blah, 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 and go home, and I didn't. I did my seven years on a run. I came back, did my uh, did my little one year, did my time of probation, did my diversion. My woman here could fucking attest to that, and I, I did my thing. Well, I, well, I could have just said blah, 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 but I didn't. So it's not about ratting for me. You know what I'm saying? Because at that situation, I'm not trying to give away no details with it, but, but that situation, I put myself in it. Because the person told me, are you sure? I said, yes. I left with what I left with. Got caught. That was my decision. So I held that. But you stood by the street code also. Though. So I didn't stand by. See, that's just it. It's, it's not a street code. It was family. And I realized that I'm not about to bring. If I'm already in here and I'm caught with it, why the hell would I bring my. You don't even know what part of family it was. But I'll tell you. I know already. Yeah. But, why would I call and get him messed but, up? But this the thing. Regardless of when you in the streets, those people that you loyal to are brothers. Those people you loyal to are not just friends; they're brothers. You're not gonna look at a person that you on a block with, and you might have ops ride up and start busting at you, and somebody that's just a friend. Because hey, at any point in time, this friend could just run. This guy gotta have my back. This gotta be my brother. When my mama see him, my mama see him as a son, and it's vice versa. So that that mindset, that's family, regardless whether it's blood related or my loyal. Right hand man related That's family Regardless And I said all that And you're actually Making my point for me That it's not even About a street code If you fuck with me And I fuck with you If I care for you And you care for me If I love you And you love me Dude I'm not about to Put you in a situation That'll get you fucked up And if I do put you In a situation Where you got where you get fucked up I'll do what I can To help you You're digging Any possible way I can What these niggas did To 6 9 Was they put him In a bad situation Got mad that he got Caught in the situation Then got mad that he Got mad about the situation so you need to stop blaming a person who who's getting fucked up, who's actually playing the game high. Because if you ain't loyal to me, I ain't loyal to you. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I feel that, but in the streets, that's excuse me, that's where it goes to the codes. Like in the streets, in my generation growing up, there was codes, there was rules, there was law. If a situation like that occurred, hey man, six nine got itself in the streets. So with that being said, you're supposed to take that to Waffle. That was supposed to go end up in bloodshed. That wasn't supposed to have the laws involved. Only time the laws supposed to come through is when they was picking up bodies and trying to match bullet shells. Other than that, they weren't even supposed to get talked to, notified, none of that. But when you got a guy who you clearly can see that is civilian and you're the gangster and he wants to get in gangster shit, let's scratch the money. You supposed to be this man's partner. Let him know the real. I remember a story of a guy who got his heart broken and wanted to get some real gangster shit and a gangster motherfucker was the one that told this guy, maybe you should calm down what do you think about that well that was that's a situation that's different like that's knowing the outcome like everybody don't have that loyal motive you know what i'm saying don't think about oh well that's my brother and i'm looking at his well-being for the next five to ten years not for the moment you know what i'm saying i don't know what shoddy mindset was when they orchestrated this plan all i'm saying is he's supposed to be his friend i probably told this story because i've talked about paul on uh, I talked about King Poe on my podcast a lot And when I talked about real friends And I, so I know I told this story But you're saying You were the only guy I knew That would be about what I wanted to do 
But as the gangster that knew the outcome and you knew the type of person I was, was I built for it? Probably. But why even go through it? You knew the outcome of what would happen. So you stopped me. Yo, go calm down. Blah, blah, blah. Right. I'm saying that shotting them because they were the bloods and they already knew what it was. Let's take out the money. So, so who fault is it then? If Takashi, I, I said that. If, if, no, you say you don't give him a pass. No, I don't give him a pass. But if him and Shadi orchestrated that, yeah, you know I'm saying as for him to come through as a troll and pretend like he with the drill shit and get involved in all of this criminal shit, but then turn around and turns rat, then you know you got to go to the person that. Hey man, we all watch uh, the goddamn movie I'm thinking of, man. Um, and my brother's keeper, Nino Brown. Oh, New Jack City. New Jack City. We all watch New oh, Jack like, City. What? I never seen that. You know what I'm saying? When 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 G Money brought Ice Cube to the click and Ice Cube was the rat and they found Pookie and turned Pookie into a snitch and he had the camera, they killed Pookie. Killed the rat. What he did after. And found out that the police officer that Ice Cube was an infiltrated undercover. What he did. He went to G Money and he killed him. That, that's what it is. Like that's the when you live in that lifestyle. Those gangster movies we watched growing up, those movies set rules for us. For me, I actually understood what that shit meant. If I'm the boss and you my right hand man, if you, I'm taking your word. If you bring me somebody and this nigga's not good, not only is he dead, you dead too. I think that's arbitrary rules that was only followed followed in the um early 80s, late 80s, early 90s and this kind of stopped. Because the reason why I say that, because they're arbitrary and they're contradictive. You have on one side where they say, hey man, you gotta expect the type of shit. There's there's no honor amongst thieves. But then in the same sense, they'll be like, hey man, you gotta have, you gotta follow the code. But what's a thief though? We talking about thieves. We not talking about hustlers. No, that's, that comes from the biblical term of a criminal uh, a criminal will always Go against the uh, the weak or the strong or whatever, but they would never go against their own brethren, a, a fellow criminal. So uh, there, there's honor amongst these. Like I would never steal from another criminal because he's living the same plight that I'm living. That's biblical, though. You can find that that phrase comes from the Bible. There's honor amongst thieves and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you look at the old old shit, you know, open sesame. That's where that shit come from or whatever. But basically, saying criminals don't go against criminals. But if you rob somebody, but if a thief was a person of forty thieves. If a thief took from someone, they only took from someone that had it. They didn't take from the poor. That was the honor amongst thieves. I'm not going to rob somebody that don't, don't have. I'm going to rob somebody that have. That's where the honor amongst thieves come from. My grandmother always said every bad deed started off good. Every single bad deed that is bad started off good. So you can always talk about somebody like, yeah, man, he's a criminal, but everybody has started off good. You know what I'm saying? One of the greatest painters of our time was also one of the greatest massacres of our time as Adolf Hitler. We all have something good. You know what I'm saying? It's about the now. But if we know anything, especially going on biblical times, all 12 disciples had bad past. You know what I'm saying? Start That's why, uh, quote unquote, Jesus uh, chose them, chose them because he found fault in them, but they were like, like Noah. Noah was a drunk, uh, a womanizer. He, he used to beat his he beat his uh, woman. He n- really didn't take care of his kids until God gave him that fucking um gave him a purpose, and then all of a sudden he built the ark with his wife and his two children, um, Isaac and by Joshua. By building that ark, he built more than just that. Built understanding. So basically, what it is is, you know, I don't judge a person on what they did or how they started their life. It's about how you finish it. Now, yes, I started off bad. 
but some people may say I ended off good. I don't feel I ended off good because I'm still trying to reach certain levels. You're still ugly, but that's cool. I appreciate the compliment. But <laughs> it's the where you going in life. Like, we both come from a world where where we at now, we didn't see this. Like, we didn't see the two household parents with the children. You know what I'm saying? Like, we didn't see that. We seen different things. You know what I'm saying? It was more struggle than happy, more violent than peace. It was more, you know what I'm saying, turmoil. You know what I'm saying? Like, we actually can sit back and say, yeah, we don't have perfect lives. We have our moments, but our children know what never we had to go through. Like, they don't have to deal with the shit we have to do. It's called evolution, man. Like, you got to think about it. We we started off, and I'm talking about start off in America, not in Africa and all that bullshit. We started off as fucking slaves. We had to learn not to be slaves. Then we had to learn to be grown men and grown women. Then we had to learn to be parents. Then we had to learn to be free. Then we had to learn to be happy. Why? Because of, you know, Jim Crow and segregation. We had to learn to, you know what I'm saying? Hey, if Like, right now, I'm in love and have four beautiful children with a white woman. You know, 50 years ago, I could be killed for some shit like that. So, our parents did the best they did with what they had. So, you know, and it's not like we're going to have it. We're just, I do things by my parents' mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I try, even though me me and my woman could go through all the shit in the world, at the end of the day, I want to stay home because I know it's important for my children to have a two-home family. That's what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? A guy like me, I didn't have my dad. My dad was my, my friend. He was never my father. My mom was my friend. They, she was never my mother. You know what I'm saying? I was raised by my grandmother, Rosemary uh, Moton, and well, Rosemary Brown, but I know she hate to say Moton, but God rest her soul. My other grandmother, Marlene Porter, and my Aunt Mert. You know what I'm saying? And Paul can testify to my Aunt Mert because he knew her as well as I did. You know what I'm saying? My Aunt Mer was actually the reason why uh, When I got home after uh, uh, Old boy punched me in the chest Or whatever I, I walked through the door And I was mad I slammed the screen door And she was like Boy what is wrong with you I already violated And I, first thing I did I looked in the face I was like I don't want to talk to Paul Ever again And I went to the, went to the thing And uh, when Paul Paul came right back Because he was cool with my Uncle Donnell Also So he came right back over And Paul was like Man I don't know why you mad at me man You know what I'm saying I, I, I fucks with him I don't know why you mad And then when my aunt Merck came outside I remember this vividly he was Oh like, shit she, I know what you're She about. said What's going on with you And, uh, you and Paul <laughs> and, and my aunt Merck Would not let me stop Being friends with Paul Cause she was like That's your friend He always come over And check on you Don't be like that Whatever's wrong Go out there da, 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 da. I'm like alright Yeah that was Yeah like a lie. I thought I was in trouble But she kept it real though You know what I'm saying Which was the truth You know what I'm saying We ain't gonna get too deep On the situation You know what I'm saying it wasn't right, you know what I'm saying, both sides. But hey, you know, as a child, you know what, though. I don't know. I don't know how many days or weeks it was after that. But after that, I did the. Uh, I know you remember this shit when we were playing football. Me, you, Courtney. Oh, yeah. I I start singing this song. Ha <laughs> ha! Fuck that. Fuck the. Say fuck this. Can you rock with these though? I said, oh man. <laughs> Man, I'm still staring that nigga up to that. That nigga had me high. I said, all right, though. I'm about to go home, son. Damn, son. Yo, Paul won't nigga, fight me. I tackled me. you in the uh, rock. I told you, don't tackle me right here. I'm, I'm going, going home. I'm going home. Like, nah, so we still playing. Those rocks? Those type of rocks? It was kind like, of. Yeah, yeah. But it was it like shaped gravel. rocks. You know how like, people put make a fence and then they put uh, gravel there to kind of separate their fence from the grass, from uh, the public grass or whatever? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a medium type thing? 
It was like that. You know that ditch, that big area when we go by Jeremy and Mark, and they had this big empty lot on Hooter Road. Do you really know what I'm talking about? Okay, well, they got this empty lot. Okay, uh, Stoners, I'm going to um, end the podcast here because we're coming up to the hour mark. I'm five minutes away. But um, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. We're about to continue it because, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, shout out my partner, uh, King Poe, for coming through and uh, talking to me. Shout out to my woman for being here, being on the podcast. I hope you all enjoyed it. Please follow me on all my social medias. Mr. Super Duper BC. That's M-R-S-U-P-A-D-U-P-A-B-C. I also got a new TikTok because they keep banning me. It's Stoned Guy. S-T-O-N-E-D-G-U-Y. You know what I'm saying? Just follow me on that and uh, I'm posting up. Sooner or later, make sure y'all on YouTube hit that subscribe button. If you can't hit that bell, follow me on Twitch. Like I said, all my social medias is the same thing. And uh, like always, stoners unite.